three, two, one, go. Good morning, Garrett. How are you? Morning, morning Joe. How is things going in your world? Good, man. Good. I learned Just that. Me. I learned a cup of my normal size coffee cup. It's about this big. Fills up three quarters of this, and it was kind of disheartening. Kind of like the bag of chips when you when you open up the bag of chips and the bunch of air in there. Yeah, I thought yeah. The, I thought my bigger coffee cup would hold more coffee. It's very very dissatisfying. Yeah, I I've run it. So we we use mostly this Keurig coffee mm -hmm. maker in our kitchen, yep. and uh, it's got you know like large. I don't know what size. Large, medium, small. Yeah, venti, whatever. Venti. Um, sizes on there so i always hit the big one and it, it only fills this coffee mug which i don't know if you need like if you can get perspective i gotcha you know that's how big it is you know and it, it only fills this thing up like three quarters of the way yep and i mean it's handy it's nice i can just put a little cup in there i don't have to deal with the whole filter and grounds and everything but it is a little disheartening when i go back to it and it's like i guess maybe it's leaving room for cream or something that I don't know why people need cream and coffee, but that's a different, that's a debate altogether in itself. Um, so how, how is everything going on your end as far? I know you're down there in Texas. I'm up here in Illinois where it's cold as shit. Um, how is the weather down there going? So I've, I've acclimated pretty well to it, I think. Yeah. So in the, in the summer times, I still feel like I'm dying, right? Okay. So I work outside. And it'll be 110, 100% humidity. Like there's, it's never not 100% humidity here because we're so close to the bay. But right now it's 61 degrees outside, and I'm contemplating putting on a sweatshirt. It's all right. My house is set to 68, and I have a sweatshirt on, so I think that's probably about right. Um, yeah. So this is our Sunday morning podcast, our first episode for anybody who's tuning in new. This is going to be kind of the theme of how we're going to go through this. Um, we're just going to have a conversation about whatever and whenever. And um, if you guys would like, please hit the subscribe bell and the notify bell down here in the corner. I think it's down here. And leave a comment with something you want us to talk about. If you guys, I'm going to say the same kind of thing pretty much every episode. If you guys have something you want us to talk about or questions, I will leave a link to all my socials. Hit me on Twitter or um, Instagram. Just message me questions you guys might have and want to hear us talk about. This is our opinion. We're two mid 20 something guys that have lived a lot of life in different aspects. And, uh, we, I think we bring a lot to the table as far as life lessons and things we've learned that. And if you want to hear our opinion on it, please leave it in comments below. We'd love to give you guys our feedback or answer any questions you guys may have. Uh, for sure. For sure. There's uh, going to be a few things like, um, I don't know if it'll come to this, but if, if people bring up like political topics to talk about, I personally, I'm going to do, my best is to keep a pretty biased uh, point of view because I don't I don't really want to get into like um, my personal beliefs about it because that's not you know that's not really what what we're going for here is I don't want to be preaching one way or the other right um, and the same thing for maybe maybe religious or or any other kind of topics like that I'm, I'm gonna do the best that I can to stay pretty biased. Yeah, but if it's if it's facts related, fact related topics, then you know I'll, I'll give you my opinion all day long. And I think that's the other thing, guys. If if you're leaving comments and stuff like that, that's fine. Ask us questions or whatever question you want. We might, for the sake of the show, just say like, "Hey, we might DM you a message back or something like that." What we would say, just for the sake of keeping this a pretty neutral 
kind of place where people can come hang out, listen to a conversation, and I will do better about keeping it very in the middle for myself. But this could be a conversation about gaming, it could be about farming, it could be about anything you got that you guys want to talk about. Come here and, and join our kind of conversation that we're having. These are the kind of conversations me and him have all the time. And we decided that we should put it into a podcast and see how many others would like to join in the conversation. Um, leadership yep. definitely would be if you guys have any leadership questions or work scenario questions. I know this guy has led many, many men over his short lifespan. And I have worked with a lot of different people in different companies. If you guys have trade questions or getting into the union, we're both in the union. Ask those questions. I mean, we this is going to be a podcast for anybody. If you want to show up and hang out, hang out. If you want to, we're going to put chapters in here. So it'll say intro, this topic, this topic. I will go through and put chapters in so you can skip to the part you want. Um, hopefully you stay for the whole thing, but a uh, nice mullet. So anyway, first topic of today, we're going to kind of do a recap of 2020. Like this is a semi-long list, but we're just going to go with it and see where it takes us. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't I haven't read the whole thing. I found myself down this rabbit hole this morning. So the, the rabbit hole topics begin. You know, yeah, but uh, mm, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, definitely, guys. And we're going to figure this out. The, the, the quality of this podcast is going to only get better with your guys' input and us learning, too. And we've been doing the video social media space for about four months now. We're branching off into this because this is more of a personal thing where you guys can connect with us and get to know us, not just through a screen or uh, through gaming or something like that. Um, but yeah, and actually, Joe, why don't you tell them where we came up with a name for the gaming channel? That would probably be a good start for a for twenty twenty recap. Way. Okay. Yeah, I can do, I can do that. Um, hang on one second. Let me. The, lo the logo right here. Yeah, you're good. The logo right here in the middle between our two screens is actually our gaming. Our gaming company logo. It's going to be more than a gaming company, but it's it's the company's name is Tier Logic Gaming right now, and um, that's our logo that we were able to make and come up with. And it's also my wife made a painted it for me for a Christmas present hanging behind me there. Um, it's uh we're getting we're learning all this new stuff. It's going to be a fun time, uh for sure. Glad that the logo looks as cool as it does. So Tier Logic. Um... I myself and I know Garrett has always been fascinated with like uh like Norse mythology and and all the and going way back into that and all the, the stories and and all that. We we both get real sucked up into all of that stuff. So we started our, our uh well it's it's mostly Garrett's streaming channel where we play games and, and I kinda co host that. And so we were looking for some kind of a good name and I was down a rabbit hole and reading on this Norse mythology and everything and found Tear, which was um one of was it one of the sons of Odin? Yeah, he was actually ended up being more powerful than Odin. Yeah. He was the one to keep Odin in line. And we might have a little bit off on that guys. If you're a big Norse Mythology people, you're probably more developed than we are. That's fine. We're just we're going off of what we know and understand. But Tyr, to my knowledge, was the Norse god of justice and war. More so, justice in war than justice and war. That's what that was a distinction I had to learn. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, so you... he's known as, as being a a god of war, and but more specifically, the god of justice. But that doesn't necessarily mean justice, like in the sense that that we talk about justice today, like good versus evil. It's more like um, logic, you know, not necessarily right and wrong or good and bad, but like the god of, of logical decisions and whatnot. It says um, his primary role was a holder of law, uh, upholder of law and justice. So kind of both. But uh, I was fascinated with um, what what it, what it, his whole role stood for and everything like that, where it wasn't necessarily good versus evil or or right and wrong, but it was kind of right and wrong, but it was law and justice, and he was a god of war. So he's, he's a very powerful um, god. And I've always been logic-driven to where... You know, I, I I read into things on a very logical level, not just like what I believe or what I think is happening, but like like to look at what's going on and how things are unfolding and then figure out a solution that way. And so that's kind of how we came up with the name. Is it just something, a guy that we thought was pretty cool and we ran with it. And the logo itself is a, a tier logo, but since it's a religious symbol, it's not copyrighted. And so I took the, I took a lot of the symbol itself out. There's more to the symbol. It branches further out than what you see right next to me. But I summed it down into that. Tyr's actual logo itself is the actual point, like the Spartans use on their shields. And then the rest of that is an offshoot of like his actual like job and title somewhat, as far as I understand. But basically it looks really awesome. And it was a, it was, it's really something that we, identify with on the gaming channel and on our company logo and stuff like that and it's i enjoy it it's a it's this this process of finding and getting the name for this was really all joe but the best part about it for me was i learned how to do graphic design i learned how to do like video editing and um photo editing to make the logo look that way um and that's kind of something else guys if you're you're interested in this space we just started this like four months ago and we're here and we're gonna we're gonna keep growing now and we're making huge progress. Joe isn't just uh, featured on the stream. He's the co-host there on pretty much every stream unless he's working. Um, so definitely, if you guys enjoy this, definitely tune into the stream too. Um, see what else, what do you want? What do you want to go with first? Well, we can, we can roll straight into this uh, recap and see what happens yeah. after that. So the first thing that this thing is talking about, you got to wait, buddy. So January 3rd was when we did a drone strike and killed the uh, the Iran general Qasem Soleimani. Okay. And that's that's pretty important because the Iran put out a statement that said America will pay. So everybody was really afraid of like a a counterattack or something or another terrorist attacks and that happened all the way back in January. Yeah, that was over yeah, definitely over a year ago for sure. We're filming and this then, one twenty four. Yeah, and then right after that was the when they tried to impeach Trump. Mm-hmm. And then it you know, and then it died down. But like I didn't 
I realize all that shit was so long ago. Like, there's some yeah. things in here that is like, damn, I feel like that was two months ago. Right. And there's other things in here I was like, I thought that was like three years ago. Well, let's just hit the nail on the head now and say that this whole year length has either felt longer or shorter for some people due to COVID. And I mean, I'm, we're not going to talk about COVID in depth on this podcast because I'm personally, I'm sick and tired of hearing of COVID. And your yeah. your opinion and beliefs are fine. Whoever's watching this, that's fine. But this is going to be a podcast about everything other than that. But, I mean, this year has gone by very quickly from the time of, like, the news coming in about different stuff and people out of work. I was out of work for two weeks. You were pretty much busy the whole time, I think. Yeah, I got quarantined once <clears throat> for two weeks, and that happened to be right over right. Christmas. So, yeah. you know. That's a shitty time to be quarantined. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, but, you know, I'm all the way down here, so. Yeah. Uh, Wait so that that drone strike itself was crucial because what i'm getting at you're the more military you're the military expert in the room was more for the fact of we were worried about a counter-strike or was it just that important of a assault so i can't i, I can't remember exactly what okay. it was about it was just this was you know the first thing on this timeline that happened the third day of 2020 and it, it was just a, a big thing because everybody was worried about like uh, a 9-11 2.0. Gotcha. The first time we actually came in right out the gate. Happy New Year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then Trump tried to get impeached. Yeah. Or they tried to impeach Trump. That failed. I remember. Yeah. And then this uh, this one I thought was, was years ago. Okay. The UK left the European Union. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's a... UK left the European Union, as in like the whole, I guess you have to educate me on the whole European Union thing. I'm not as fast in knowledge over there, but basically the yeah, whole, so like, you talk Spain, at, France, all them. Yeah, if you look at Europe, you know, you've got like Germany, all those places. Mm -hmm. They are a European Union. Okay. So where they, they're separate countries, but they kind of like, it's as if like the, like you took a bunch of states and they weren't a country they were individual countries but they created a, a american union okay where they, where they work together and it's like you don't need a passport to go between those countries okay yeah because they're part of the same european union but the uk left oh. um the european union did it say why no it just it's just a recap on it and i can't remember I didn't dig too far into it when it happened. I just remember it was a big deal because there was people that lived in like neighboring countries but worked yep. in the UK, and then oh, now okay. they have to because like I don't think people really understand how small those countries are. Yeah, one of, Ireland's the size of Indiana, for the record. Yeah, like you can, you can do a road trip there and drive for six hours, and you've gone through four different countries. Yeah, the other part to that too, guys, is in the United States. If you're watching this in another country. Where I live and where he lives now, we lived in the same town. We drove him to his new location. It takes 15 hours for us to get from where I am to where he is. And we're still in the United States. We're covered yeah. like seven states, and six of those hours was in Texas. But Texas is huge, by the way. Anybody yeah, so I live a um, quick story on, on how big Texas is. Well, two stories, actually, is when um, Garrett and I moved all my stuff down here. I, li I live um, right around Houston. So Southeast Texas, and we drove from central Illinois and we hit Texarkana, which is, um, the state line between, you know, Arkansas and 
And, you know, it's the middle of the night and Garrett says, oh, man, we're in Texas already. We're almost there. And I was like, oh, man, we're, we're like halfway, like halfway there. So half of this, like, 15-hour drive was all in Texas. And then the other story mm-hmm. is I went, I, went to, um, I went to Lyman College. I went to Northwest Lyman College up in Denton, Texas, which, for those of you that don't know, it's about 45 minutes north of Dallas. So it's definitely considered northern Texas. Yes. And I went on a road trip when I was there to visit one of my Army buddies up in Colorado Springs, Colorado, which is like, I think it's like 45 minutes away from um, Denver or something like that. Maybe I got that wrong. I can't remember. There's a big city over there that's supposed to. But um, it was like a 10-hour drive. In the halfway point between northern Texas and Colorado Springs, Colorado, is in Texas. It's Amarillo. Wow. And that blew my mind. And that's with, like, these two-lane highway back roads in Texas where the speed limit is 75 miles an hour. You know, that's Shit. just hauling ass for 10 hours, and the halfway point is still inside Texas. Blew my mind. That is nuts. So anyway, that's that's so how, now, I mean, that is crazy how long it takes, for sure. Yeah. We had all those um, bushfires that destroyed Australia. Yeah, that was a big deal. I mean, I remember I remember everybody getting behind that, kind of just being like, "Hey, let's support, let's go support Australia." Like a bunch of stuff went down with that for sure. Yeah, like hundred percent. I remember there was a bunch of like American firefighters and everything going and volunteering over there and everything. Yes, there was. And that was a big, that's a pour huge water deal. bottles on koalas. I do remember that. I do remember the koalas was a big deal. Uh, let's see what else. I learned something about koalas the other day. Yeah, what was that? There are um, chronically dehydrated because they don't drink water. They get all of their water from the leaves, uh, leaves and stuff. And then... They have a smooth brain, apparently. What is that? I've heard that as a negative term before. What does that yeah, actually I've, mean? I've one hundred percent called you a smooth brain dink before. Yeah, I remember that. I've heard that. So you know we our brains are rigid, right? Yeah. You know you know the purpose? So that it has more surface area? Yeah, so it's one hundred percent. So it's more surface area being nice. spread out and covered. So if somebody's a smooth brain, it means they don't have much brain power going on. But um Eucalyptus leaves are toxic to koalas, but that's like, their th- that's like their favorite thing to eat. So they they're they're smooth brains. So they're not that smart. So they just poison themselves like every day, eating eucalyptus leaves, and they have to eat something else with it to be able to digest it. I don't know. That's what my wife was telling me. That okay? Now yeah. I understand the smooth brain dink comment. Yes. Yeah. But I was I was thinking about this. So if a koala is a smooth brain, right, mm-hmm. and they're not very smart, they, they uh, poison themselves with their diet, which we do too. Yeah. Junk food and all that stuff. We definitely do as a, as a whole. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we only use like 10, there's the argument we only use only 10% of our brain. We have yeah. a wrinkly brain. But yeah. What, what if you just smooth it out? Then we use 100% or what? I think that that goes on to that comment about the people that only use. So if anybody doesn't know this, you only use a portion of your actual strength and brain power. 
That's because the Joe was telling me this once is that if you actually used your full potential for brain power and muscle, you would tear the ever living hell out of your yeah. body. Like tendons would snap, bones would break. Like you hear moms lifting kids off out from underneath cars because you yeah. only use about 10 to 15% of your actual strength. So if you think like, and so I had an experience once when I was in, I think we were just out of high school and I, we were trying to pull a car out of a, uh, out of a shed. Joe wasn't there, but I told him about it. We had a, we had a buddy who was pretty strong. I mean, he's a big, big guy, six, six, two, 300 pounds. I mean, he's a big guy. Um, it was a John Deere 300 tractor. And if you guys don't know what that is, it's a old piece of shit tractor. Uh, but I had a bucket on the front and we were pulling a car out. Well, the guy who was running it, it jumped off and didn't put it in park. And I was caught between the bucket and this El Camino. And there was no way I was coming out of that. It was in drive and it had the, the bucket. Obviously, if you've never seen a tractor bucket, Google it. It's got a sharp blade on the front. It was aimed right for my thighs. And at that moment, there was only about this much room between the car and me, and I was in the middle hooking up a chain. So I was pretty much screwed, and I knew it. Um, I watched a full-grown guy grab a tractor that was in drive and push it backwards to the point where the wheels rolled backwards while it was in gear because the look on my face said, I'm dead. And he, the look on his face said, shit, he's dead. And so he grabbed the tractor, and I jumped out, and I just sat there and I was amazed first off that he could do it, but he had to take a break too, because what happens is when those kind of situations happen, your adrenal gland kicks off and you can do amazing things, but the after effect is terrible. Yeah. I'm just letting you know right now from personal experience, if you guys don't know, it's in my bio. I've been a firefighter for almost a decade now. Um, and the, the high you get from doing those high adrenaline things is awesome, but the crash is absolutely terrible. The, like, it's, I don't recommend it. I mean, I do recommend, do what you want, but I mean, the adrenaline crashes are not my favorite thing on the planet, ever. I mean, Joe, yeah, you can so speak I'm, to this too. Yeah, there's, 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 you can look up a, a million stories about this. There's stories about moms lifting cars off of kids, or I remember seeing a video of this, this big dude, um, there was a helicopter crash. And somebody in the helicopter ended up underneath it or whatever. He picked the whole thing up. I mean, obviously he didn't lift, you know, but he like lifted the edge up and people were able to pull this guy out. It's like, that's unreal. Mm -hmm. But it's like Garrett was saying is, um, uh, it, it destroys your body. So the, the school of thought is that you only use about a third of your strength. So if you want to use that, literally, if you can bench press 300 pounds in, you know, an extreme situation you could you would be able to press 900 pounds you know that's that's the the rough school of math on it but as you can imagine you know if, if you're if you can bench press 300 pounds after you do that like that's your max after you do that you're, you're sore your shoulders hurt your, your pecs are tired you know all that kind of stuff imagine doing three times as much one time as explosive as you possibly can yep i'm probably gonna you know you're going to tear a rotator cuff. You might tear a bicep or, you know, you're, you're going to tear some stuff up. But um, you could, there are stories about people running from a wildfire, you know, and they're able to take off nuts. and run as fast as a horse or yeah. take off as a horse. Maybe not reach the same top speed, but. I mean, and I can speak from personal experience. I mean, there's times when I've been on certain calls where I'm able to go for, I mean, one night we had, I think I told you, we had four fires in one night. I had started my shift, basically, I'm not a full-time firefighter, I'm a volunteer, but I started going around 11 o'clock at night, and I 
left the, the station the next morning at eight. And I think I told you I had four different fires that night and I didn't stop once. And then yeah. I, I was awake. I was ready to go. I walked into my house. I slept for the next 16 hours. Yeah. I, I'm not, I was out. I texted him and said, I'm out later, dude. He's like, what happened? I was like, crash. That's all I had to send him was crash. And he's like, all right, talk to you tomorrow. It was a Sunday. I was out till Monday morning when I had to go to work, but I was exhausted. I felt great during it. That's the trick your body plays on you. You feel great while you're doing it. And then your body's like, oh, by the way, here's this. Yeah. Which, which, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. You know, because your body gives you what you need when you need it. You know, there's, there's, right. I've got countless stories of just being purely 100% exhausted. So if, for everybody that doesn't know, I was in the military, right? I was in the military for four years. Look behind him. You can see our. Yeah, so there's, there's my accolades. basic training picture. There's my uh, grandpa's basic training picture, and that's a picture of me getting an award on my first deployment over there. This is but, kind of the same thing behind me. Just not basic training, but fire department, whole fire department, yeah. four fires. But there, there, I've got countless stories of just being 100% exhausted, and then, you know, something happens, and magically, I'm at 100%. And, you know, I'm running faster than I ever have in my entire life. And I was pretty fast, pretty fast in high school. That's, Since then, I've, I've slowed down a lot. Fastest you know, white but, kid in our high school. Proven fact. Yeah, but, um, you know, adrenaline's a great thing. But then afterwards, the dump is, is pretty harsh. <laughs> you feel like you're you're borderline going into a coma oh yeah and the, the thing that also me and joe talk about this all the time is there's a price to everything i don't know if you guys if some of you are new to the podcast world or new to life in general and you're younger and you're listening to this just remember there's always a cost always a cost it may be a positive one too it could be a negative but everything you do has a cost it's a choice so remember that part of this too because that's something that me and him have had to learn the hard way multiple times and that's okay because that's part of life, and that's a good thing to learn. But so koalas are smooth brain. What else you got for me? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll bring this back around. Yeah. So uh, the next thing that ever ha- happened after that was uh, in January is when they first started talking about this mysterious disease brewing up in China. Okay. That in January of last year is when they first started talking about. It. Now I know there's a whole bunch of different beliefs about coronavirus. We could talk right. about it, you know, until we're blue in the face. But realistically, the only thing we're doing, and I've heard um, other people talking about this in podcasts and whatnot, and they say, like, the only thing we're doing now is Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah. So we can look back over the last year and be like, hey, why didn't we do this? They're like, well, January of last year, how much did you know about coronavirus? I nothing. I heard it was a, I heard no. a virus and I thought it was just nothing. something that exactly. Something. And so the scientists and the world leaders and everybody in all these different countries, including America, Morgan, including America, you know, were trying to make decisions about the best way to protect the American people when they had virtually no information at all. I know a bunch of people were upset about the shutdown and everything like that, but it's like. If you have no information about a situation, but you have to do the best that you can, especially like a disease, like what are you going to do? Keep people away from each other. Well, how are you going to do that? Yeah. You know, you can't tell people like, no, you can't go outside. Yeah. You know, like obviously they, there was a shutdown. They told people don't go outside, whatever, but there weren't right. cops rolling around arresting you or writing tickets for being outside, you know? So right. that's just, 
Yeah. So that's when the start of it was we in January. We won't get too far into that. But yeah, that's when that started happening and everybody started freaking out a little bit and everybody getting nervous. I remember that. I was I was there. It was it started kicking off really big. I'm gonna jump ahead to March to kind of get us going down the calendar, but I know in March is when I got the job shut down on my end. So I know there's some stuff that happened between January and March, but right around March is when it actually really hit where I was at. So in February, uh, the first week of February, Donald Trump was acquitted of all his alleged crimes, but that's as good as the news gets. Okay. Right after that is when um, Kobe Bryant and his daughter died in that helicopter crash. That was something big. That was a big... That hit everybody, I think, like a lead brick because everything was going on in China with the, the disease or whatever you guys, wherever the disease. But anyway, mm-hmm. big part was in China, and then Kobe Bryant dies. And it's like, wait, what? The guy who was on top of the world who, I mean, he, as far as I could tell, he was a decent guy. I'm not going to speak to his character. But I never had any problems with the guy. I never had any like things where I, I stood out to me. But then it comes out, like, I'm eating dinner with my family at a pizza joint, and all of a sudden I find out Kobe Bryant's dad. I'm like, what is going on? Cause this guy has been around in basketball since we were kids. Like, yeah. He's, and I'm, he, not, I'm not a huge basketball guy, but neither am I. I actually hate the sport, but that's beside the point. I mean, it's cause I'm short guys. If you didn't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Kobe Bryant died. And, well, Kobe Bryant and his daughter. So yeah. I actually didn't know that. I didn't know that his daughter died. Also. I thought it was just him. Oh, okay. But him and his daughter died in a helicopter crash. That's another thing that I thought I felt like was a couple of years ago. I didn't know that was last year. Yeah, definitely for sure. That was a that was a kind of big thing for the news that day. I mean, everybody was making a big deal about it, and they should have. I mean, the guy was he changed the way people looked at basketball, as far as I could tell. And after that, the word of coronavirus started spreading as fast as the actual disease. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're in March. Okay, March is when I got laid off or not laid off but sent home for two weeks yeah it says the world went into mass hysteria because some guy in china ate a bat so i guess that's how it started some guy ate a bat and got the Ozzy osborne did that at a concert and nobody cared i mean people care because they still talk about it but i mean come on now right 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 so that's when it really started kicking off right by the end of the month our worst fears were confirmed we're in the midst of a, a global pandemic. So here's actually an interesting fast fact. Do you know the difference between an epidemic and a pandemic? Uh, you told me this once, but I can't remember. My brain yeah, is... So an epidemic um, affects like one demographic, you know? Okay. So if it's a disease that only affects black people or it's like a disease... That, okay. Yeah, or a disease that only affects um, people in third world countries gotcha. or only affects... Um, you know, any kind of a demographic you can think of, like region where you live, um, race. Um, you could even do sexual orientation if you want to go back to um, AIDS when it was rampant within homosexuals way back in the day. Yep. That could have been... Um, considered an epidemic. But a pandemic um, is not biased towards any specific Any, anything at all so it affects everybody equally so there's people in third world countries get it there's people in first world countries that get it there's all races all genders everybody gets it yep so that's the difference between an epidemic and a pandemic i didn't know that but i didn't know that either until you told me i was like okay cool 
I don't know any of that, but that's interesting. And I thought I thought those two words were synonymous for a long time. Yeah. So then we're in April. Everything's so starting are, to get locked down. What were you doing in we, April? We doing we do anything in April? We were we were just doing. We, you'd already moved down there. We were. We didn't have yeah, anything was, going on in our worlds. I don't think anything a, crazy was going on in April. I was heavy into my apprenticeship in April. Oh, I was going back to work in April. I remember that part. I went back to work at in first. April. The lockdowns. I really I really enjoyed the lockdowns at first. What nobody out? Yeah, because you could drive well, everywhere and go the speed limit or go over the speed know, limit. Well, I remember you know that. that. You know, I'm a homebody, right? So I don't, oh, yeah. I don't go out much. I don't, I don't go to bars. I don't go to clubs, that kind of stuff. Thank you, Morgan. It's amazing. She's yeah. talented at her trade. By the way, Morgan is a blue Doberman. And she is, she has canine teeth that can chew through metal and bricks and all those sorts of other things. We'll have to feature her one of these times. Uh, this is the most recent thing she's brought me out of my backyard. I'm impressed. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so I, you know, I'm a homebody. I don't, I don't go out much. I don't do, I don't do a lot of things. I'd rather stay at home. But um, the only thing that I really noticed with the, the original shutdown is, you know, if I was commuting from just south of Houston, is that too loud? So April, they they did the big, the first big shutdown in Houston, and so like I'm, I was at this point, I'm living south of Houston. Mm-hmm. Rochere in Texas, if anybody's familiar, if they watch this. Um, and I was commuting to like the middle of Houston. And if you can imagine, um, Houston is like the fourth largest city in America or something like that. Yep. The traffic here is, is, is terrible. There's no way to describe it other than terrible. You know, and uh, when they shut down, the, the amount of traffic dropped by like 75%. I can't so imagine. Of, in the morning where I'm like, okay, I got to leave. It would take me 20 minutes to drive there, but I got to leave an hour early because I'm probably going to hit traffic. There's probably going to be a wreck. Yeah. And I'm going to have to sit in it, right? And that happened like every day. And so that, that's what I was doing. And I remember I would leave my house an hour before I needed to get to um, where I was working at. Mm-hmm. And then I would get there like 10 minutes early. Okay. You know, 15 minutes early, something like that. And then the day that they shut everything down, I left my house an hour early, like I usually do. And I got to work like 45 minutes early. Yeah. I remember. I I, like, what? I live what in a small I live in a small town in Illinois, me and him grew up in. And um, the funny thing about it is when everything got shut down, is I was, I was, off work i was told to quarantine at home so my buddy bought a water treatment building that needed all the piping cut out on it we're talking like six inch inch stuff and if you guys don't know this already i'm a i'm a pipe fitter um plumber welder or attempting to be a welder and so all this stuff was meant for the water treatment plant in the old town but they built a new one so he bought it and he wanted some help tearing stuff out and i was like well i'm at home for two weeks and he's not gonna be any trouble and i i'm already at home so i might as well go help him leaving the house and seeing nobody moving in town and the casey still open was impressive because i mean regardless of getting into leaving the house not leaving the house this is all like you said monday morning morning quarterbacking but going to casey's was nice like driving through town didn't have to wait on anybody i mean i'm in a small town i mean it's it's not like houston it is like maybe sixteen thousand people like so there's not a ton of people here but yeah. it was interesting to be able to just go anywhere and do whatever you wanted and not have to like deal with anybody or deal with traffic. And I mean, we have a decent amount of traffic in our town, I think. 
but it wasn't anything like a big, big city would be. Yeah. So, so the, the, the traffic dropped by like 75%. And, you know, like it was, it was every morning that there was a wreck somewhere, you know, and it didn't even have to be on like the road that you were on. If it was on another road, people would get onto that road to get around it. And then that would back traffic up. So where, you know, like an interchange usually had like a, like an entrance ramp from one highway to another usually has, I don't know. I don't know how they measure it. Let's say uh, 20 cars in 10 minutes. Right. Something like that. Now it's trying to handle like a hundred cars in 10 minutes. Yeah. So that's going to get backed up. And then people are going to start going around that and start going through neighborhoods. And then you got all these stop signs and those are getting backed up, you know? And so it, it's just a, a domino. Yeah. And it, terrible. I remember when, when the traffic dropped off, it was just like, I drove to work and it was, the only time I had to hit my brakes was at like a red light when I was like, and that's unheard of, you know, here. Like, yeah. So after, after that big shutdown, that's when the phrase social distancing was coined, Okay. but it doesn't really mean that people were following it. So social distancing, you know, six feet apart, whatever. I don't think at that point we were really to um, face coverings yet. No, because in Illinois, in Illinois, I'll speak to this in Illinois. This is just a, an Illinois plug, I guess, but in Illinois for the two weeks that we were shut down or quarantined or whatever you want to call it. And they shut the state down. Nobody was wearing masks, by the way. Like there was nobody out in public. Actually, I lied. I'm sorry. I, I said this story backwards. There were people wearing masks, but they said not to get masks because they needed them for the nurses. And that's fine. You believe what you want to believe. After, after that, they made it mandated in Illinois to wear a mask. Nobody wore a mask. Like nobody. And the reason behind that was, is, in that's, Illinois, that's rural. That's rural Illinois. It's, that's rural Illinois. It's not Chicago, guys. We're talking rural Illinois. Sorry, I should preface that. And this is just—I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm just telling you what happened in rural Illinois. When the government says you need to do X, and if it's in, somewhat infringent on what they think is their freedoms, they're going to fight back. As far as fight back, they're going to like—I say not protest, but like it's a really bad name nowadays. But like their their own personal belief of I'm not going to do this because you told me to. I'm going to do it because I want to, kind of thing. And right, that. Right. That in itself was, it was pretty funny for me to watch just in general. And then, I mean, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole what the state did. But anyway, that was the, that was the American people of rural Illinois is like, oh, I'll wear a mask. No, you tell me to. Okay, no, I'm not. That's the logic there, I guess. So yeah, anyway, so that's, yeah that, was, that was before um, face coverage and everything. And nobody, nobody wore them here. So our company gave us a uh, face mask. They gave us FR face masks. That's got to that's gotta be terrible. Which... which I mean, it is what it is, but it, the 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 thought processing behind it, thought processing behind it, didn't make any sense to me. Right. So they gave us a face mask, which sure, you know, like we're gonna be in close proximity to everybody. You know, on a day to day basis, you have to deal with customers. You know, I I uh, for those of you that don't know from my story about going to Lyman College, I am a Lyman apprentice right now, mm-hmm. and um. So you may be at somebody's house dealing with, you know, they got port service or blinking lights at their house, you know, so you got to deal with them face to face. So it makes sense. But I spent most of my time on a big crew, which is like handling, you know, a car hit a pole or changing this pole out, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. And if you're around these guys, you're around like the same four guys every day. So it's not really that big of a deal. And the closest guy you get with is, you know, the guy you're riding in the truck with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not really that big of a deal. But right. if you want to wear a face mask, wear a face mask. 
but the FR part is what doesn't make sense to me. So the yeah. only time you need to wear FR apparel is when you're dealing with like the high voltage and everything like that. So like right. we have 7200-12470 or 99345 on most of our circuits, right? Yeah. If I'm up in a bucket or I climb a pole and I'm 50, 60 feet off the ground. Yeah. If somebody is standing directly below me, I'm 50 or 60 feet away from them. Oh, yeah. So I'm not wearing a face mask. Yeah, for sure. So then what's the purpose of wearing a FR face mask? You know, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, but that, yeah. Hindsight, that was... hindsight being what it is, it didn't, it didn't make yeah. any sense. But they gave us these and nobody wore them. You know? Right. And then we'd go out to eat or go grab lunch or whatever, and there weren't signs on doors that said face coverings mandatory. Yep. I think there was a handful, maybe, but yep. nobody. I can remember going to Home Depot and seeing like one guy. Yeah. And he was but, wearing like a, a carpenter mask, you know? It yeah. wasn't even like that. That's, kind of, like, that's the thing is like the, the, like I said, the people, people do what they're going to do. And I mean, the, the, this was all a progression and it, it just progressed pretty quickly. I know in, in April, I started up at a job up north of me about 45 minutes and it was, the, that whole town had nothing to do with any of that. They didn't put any signs up. They didn't do any of that stuff. They Okay, so the next thing after that was uh, the death of Breonna Taylor. Yep. Okay, I kind of remember um, that. Closely after that was uh, George Floyd. Okay. And uh, Boy, we're just hitting all the big, big stuff. That's what it is, man. It's just a, it's just a recap. And I can okay. remember George, George Floyd going off, and that was. That was a big deal with all the protests and everything. Yeah. Uh, there was there was one coming up, and that current events is probably going to come up too, that Dad interviewed the um, police chief in that town. He didn't get the job, thankfully, as far as like the protesting and all that stuff going on. He didn't right, yeah. That, I remember. But this stuff, I mean, that stuff is, it is it kind of is what it is, and that's kind of a yeah, – yeah, I hate to say that, but that's a recap. I don't want to get too involved in the, in the – yeah. Yep. Discuss all that. It gets too political. It gets too. It's just a recap, guys. We're just doing a recap real quick, and we're finding stuff that we want to talk about out of it. Then uh, it says the world lit up in anger with many talking, taking to the streets and protesting against treatment of black citizens. Okay. Clash yeah, between protesters and police officers saw multiple deaths yep. across the country. Dog yep. licks and paws. Oh, that's just an ad. I was like, what? Dog licks paws. Yeah, it's a dog licks his paws. Top vet says to do this. Okay. Hey, you need that for your dog. I need to read that. I need to read that. Yeah, actually, you do need to read that for your dog. If anybody doesn't know, Joe has a all white German Shepherd, one of the prettiest dogs I've ever seen in my life. He's pretty smart too. Um, he might jump up on screen one of these times. We'll we'll have to do a feature. I have an all black German Shepherd. That dog is stupid. Um, smooth brain. But smooth brain. But. Anyway, we have dogs, and his dog has a problem with licking his feet. And so Joe has been known to put different articles of clothing on his dog to get them to stop doing something, which is actually a really good thing. I have a photo on my phone. If I can find it, it'll be on the next podcast. But he put pants on his German Shepherd. It was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, I put some gym shorts on him because he, he just got uh, uh, he just got neutered. And so he wouldn't, he wouldn't leave his stitches alone. And the cone, what was it? There's something, oh, the cone wasn't big enough. Yeah, like I got the biggest cone that they had at this place, and his his neck was long enough that he could reach around and still kind of. So, you guys who don't know, Captain comes from he is from a breeder in Texas, but he is also the thickest German Shepherd I've ever seen. Not fat, I mean like legitimately long hair, white German mm -hmm. Shepherd, thick. He's a big boy, like his head is massive, 
but his body's even bigger. Like you pet this dog and you like sounds like a bass drum. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, let's go ahead. What's in June or May? Whatever. In June. I don't know. I'm just going down the line here. Okay, so rather than focusing on the problem at hand, which is all this, uh, these riots and everything, government started to reopen their their countries. Okay, so we're so talking about we're talking about world worldview here. Is everybody yeah, starting to open right. back up? Now, guys, we do. I, I do acknowledge this, and this is trying to be as neutral as possible on this topic. The, the places we read these articles from or these stories or these timelines from, they are going to have a, a, a belief one way or the other. That does not necessarily mean that it's our belief. We are just, just re reading verbatim off this list. So don't come in here thinking that we have the same view as however they word this. It's just a way for us to reference. FYI, there's, yeah. our, little, there's our little plug for neutrality. There you go. Um, so different countries start opening up. Next thing, uh, Kim Jong-un died. But he didn't really, is what it says. <laughs> he faked his own death. God. Yeah. Now we're into June. Which, on to that topic about other countries open back up. I have a buddy that's in Ireland. And that is a totally different, like, way of the way they look at the world. Because part of it's still connected to the UK. And the other part of it's, like, its own little thing. It's, like, North and South Ireland. I'm not going to get into an Irish debate for anybody here. But it was interesting to hear what's going on over on that side of the globe. Like, cause we hear everything from America's standpoint of like what's all going on here. But then I could hear from the European guys, what's going on in their country. Cause they were a lot more strict because they had less area to cover than we did in America. And I'm not for or against that. I'm just saying that's what happened over there. And it was a very interesting progression to listen to. Yeah. But, one thing for sure that I, that I, that I do really want to do, and I don't know if we'll, we'll be able to do it other than getting maybe your friend on here or whatever is like I want to hear an outside perspective of like just not necessarily like factual, but just entered for entertainment value. Is I want to know if people from other countries hear about the news from America and they're just like, I can get a guy. What a shit show! I can like, get a guy. Like, do they look at it? Is, is it kind of censored where they're like, okay, yeah, man, they're they're just doing their American thing, or are they like that place is falling apart? I can get oh, I can get I can get quite a few guys that are from different countries if you like, since we I know a few now, um, yeah. streaming. But anyway, so that was so that happened. Didn't die, Docker. Mm -hmm. uh, protest continued with anger, continuing yeah. to rage across the world. The United Kingdom, Germany, South Korea, two kinds of the list that have seen thousands of people take to the streets to fight against racial inequality. Okay. That one I didn't really know, as I didn't know that was a worldwide thing. I thought that was kind of just in America. Yeah. Yeah, so then they started rip, ripping down all these statues. Yep, all that. Which, yeah, I'm not going to get it. I have, my, I have my opinion, but we're going to keep going with the list. Um, at this point, guys, I was working up north uh, while he's looking for stuff on the list. He was, um, and it was, I was seeing all this stuff on social media, and to be honest with you guys, I got off social media. And that's my personal belief, was because I, I was on social media, I enjoyed the outlook, I was just on Facebook for the most part. And then I decided to just delete the app off my phone. And for you guys that, as I say this, going onto a social media platform, I kept YouTube and, and my podcast that I want to listen to. But I got rid of social media on my phone for about two, three months. I was telling him about it and Joe about it. And it was, it was a great experience. For those of you guys who haven't ever done that before, I would recommend just taking a week where if, if you don't want to get rid of the social media, like your platform altogether, 
what I would say is take it off your phone for like a week and check it on a Sunday or something. And I did that, and that was I felt ten times better than what I did anywhere. Now I still watched YouTube, I still listened to podcasts, but I just wasn't on the social media space, specifically Facebook. I'm not anti Facebook. I'm just telling you guys if that's something. And I know Joe here hasn't been on Facebook in yeah five so I've, years. Yeah, I've never had I've never had a Twitter. I've never had an Instagram. Any of that. And, um, yeah, maybe five, six years ago, something like that, I was on Facebook on my phone. It was like five minutes where I was just scrolling through it, and I didn't find a single thing on my, I can't remember what it's called, wallpaper, thread, whatever yeah, you call your, it. your news feed. Yeah, I didn't find a single thing on there that I wanted to click on and spend any time looking at. And I was like, this is the worst way I can spend my time. And now like I, I, that, I love I love to get sucked down rabbit holes. I love it. You know, I, I will read YouTube. I watched I watched three hours of videos the other night on the on the importance of not pre-washing your dishes before you put them in a dishwasher. Can you send those to me so I can show them to my wife? I'll, I'll explain it in just a second. But um, so I uh, I. Uh, spent like five minutes just scrolling through that thing and i was like this there's no point there's no pointness and it was just other people's dramas and at this point i was dealing with a lot of things i was still in the military and i saw people like complaining about their life like oh my god my life is so hard i had to get up at six o'clock this morning and it's just like see there's people out here that are fucking doing way more than you for yeah. way less money and they're not complaining and and i was i was pretty i guess you could say i was butthurt about it but it was just like yeah this is stupid. So then I didn't delete it. It's it's out there floating around. But um, I haven't been on Facebook in like six years, five, six years, something and, like that. And I can tell you 100% there has not been a single day since I stopped using Facebook where I was like, damn, I wish I had Facebook. Not a single day. I have yeah. never looked back and wanted to wanted to get back on Facebook. Yeah. Um. So that was that was something interesting, guys, that I did there, and it was it was really nice. And the the main reason I got back on social media on the different platforms, and you'll see it when you look up our different socials and stuff, or if you follow it down that rabbit hole of our content, um, is because he doesn't want to do a lot of social media, and that's totally fine with me. I can do the social media side, but I ramp back up my social media usage, except for Facebook. I have a Facebook. Um, I don't really use it much. I use it for like family stuff, to like post stuff that's going on in my family for my relatives and stuff that are far away, but I don't scroll facebook hardly at all and but basically the reason we got back into social media was because the twitter page the instagram all the stuff that we linked down in the bio that stuff is for the gaming channel or this this podcast this community that we're building here um and that's why so i can interact with you guys and we can have and through me he will get the feedback and the knowledge he just doesn't i don't expect him to check the social media stuff and if you guys have questions for him just at me on any of the socials and they will get to him i guarantee it because yeah. we talk almost every yeah, day sure. um yeah. But anyhow, moving forward, oh, the, the social media. The, oh, go the, ahead. the washing machines. Oh yes, yes, this is important. I want to hear this. So the the detergent apparently the detergent is designed to uh, latch onto food particles, mm -hmm. and then it and by doing that, it gets up underneath it and cleans the plate off and or bowl or whatever. But if you pre-wash it and you don't have any food particles or residue on there, then it doesn't really latch onto anything. Huh. Now, washing machines get pretty goddamn hot, so uh, it's going to burn off whatever germs there are. But but the idea is that if the detergent is 
designed to latch onto food and clean your stuff that way, mm-hmm. but there's no food to latch onto, then it's not going to clean as effectively. Apparently, this is what three hours of of YouTube rabbit holes has taught me. So, and these are kind of some of the conversations you guys are going to get to hear. This is we've we've been talking about this idea for a long time because me and him will have conversations when we're driving or whatever. And if you guys enjoy this stuff, please leave a like, follow, all that other good stuff down there. Um, what's next on our timeline? Puerto Rico got hit with all those earthquakes. Okay. Uh, and then locusts were swarming in the Middle East. So I remember when that was all going down, a whole bunch of, um, we'll say, religious fanatics were, yeah. were going off about the end times. It's like, going to be the end of the world, and that's it. That's all we got. We've got, all we we got a pandemic going on. We've got earthquakes. We've got locusts, which if you, if you start talking about locusts, that's you know extremely biblical. Yeah, you oh know, yeah. You start, you start talking about like um, uh, locusts swarming and whatnot. That's that's like a big staple. Oh yeah, yeah. When reading the Bible, so so a lot of people were were going crazy, thinking like that's you know the end of the world is coming because of these yeah. locusts and earthquakes and all kinds of stuff. Um, then there was a well-known uh, missing person case found its way to the press again, but died down quickly. When people started accusing the government of using it as a distraction tactic. Mm, okay. Okay. I don't remember hearing about that. So. I don't either. I'll just keep on going then. <laughs> it says Karen's and Ken started finally getting called <laughs> out for their shit. <laughs> I love it. I didn't know there was a, a male version uh, yeah, of Yeah, it's called a Ken. It's called a Ken. Um, nice. If you're a Ken, I'm sorry, dude. It's got the picture of that dude in that pink polo wearing, you know, defending his home. Yes, nice. So Ken's out there. I know there's not going to be any Ken's name for like the next 30 years now because of this trend, but that's all right. Um, That was funny with the Karens and the Kens. Just quick PSA. Don't be a Karen or a Ken. Um, There you go. There's my bit on that. And everybody's got different definitions of Karens. But when they came out with that, that was probably one of the funniest things that, the so- that in my opinion, social media come out with was a name for the trolls. Like the, yeah. the female trolls and the male trolls, just instead of trolls, because like trolls gave it like it's under a bridge. We get it. They're little hobbit things that hang out and they type in your chat or whatever. But giving it a name like Karen or Ken, like that just gave it like a solidification of don't be a Karen. Like it's now a, a phrase <laughs> in the world. And that's that's something to me is always cracked me up about social media is the things that take off and that don't. It's it's funny to me how people uh, have evolved into getting um, offended. You know, oh, and, it, yeah. and there's there's people out there that, that get offended by getting called a Karen. And it's like, okay, I understand where you're coming from. Like, nobody likes being called names, sure. But, like, you got to just, you got to laugh at it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's obviously something that was born on the internet. You know, you're right. not going to get, it's not going to get to the point where you get Karen tattooed on your forehead. Yeah. You know, that, that's that's not something that's going to happen. Right. But. Yeah, it's it's funny. It went it went too far, but it's funny. The other funny thing about this guy is that, as far as the podcast goes, and listening to this is me and him have a very similar belief in the whole like you are allowed to have your feelings or whatever. That's fine, but your feelings don't like start and stop where mine end. I guess like you are allowed to feel the way you feel, but at some Crazy. point. Uh, 
my freedoms don't end where your feelings begin. Right. And I mean, you guys are allowed to feel and be however you want. We're not judging you here. But at the same time, like we, me and him have kind of the same like suck it up attitude for a lot of stuff so that, that might show through in our content. But there's your there's your warning. Which I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to talking about any kind of a topic. If somebody watches this and they're like, hey, man, I want to hear your thoughts about um, transgenders. You know, I, I'll we'll yeah. talk about it all day long. I don't care. I, I will talk about it until I'm blue in the face. It doesn't bother me. It, it doesn't matter to me. But if if you specifically want me to talk about it, I'm going to give you my opinion about it. Yeah, it's not going to be it's not going to be a neutral topic anymore. Most of my opinions are are very um, free. So I've, I've recently adopted this new, and this is this is as deep as I'll get into it for right now. My recently adopted political view is is based upon individual freedoms. You know, it's like if if you're a dude and you think you should be a girl, be a girl. If you're a dude and you like dudes, marry a dude. Yeah, okay. If if you feel like you're being treated unjustly, do what you can to change it. Yeah. You know, but I'm an average American white guy. You know, that's it's as plain as it is. I'm a blue collar worker. I I go to work every day. I work for my money. I buy what I have. I don't go out of my way to affect other people. Yeah. And yeah. that's the way that I want most things to be is I just want to be left alone. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not the guy out there that's promoting any kind of a political party. I'm not the guy out there speaking against different people. Like if that's the way you believe, that's the way you feel, that's what you believe, then go with it. Right. But what I don't like is when it starts affecting me when I haven't done anything. Right. Nobody nobody is a fan of mass punishment. And, you know, like, the, the perfect example is, like, back in your school days is, like... The kid that didn't run. Do what? The kid on the soccer team that made everybody else run. Yeah, something like that. Or, like, one kid in class is, you know, the, the class clown, which was me, is... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Is cutting up and, and distracting the class. So then the teacher takes away their recess privileges or something like that. It's like, the whole class is getting punished because of one kid which I understand trying to control groups of people. That's, that's a method. That's a way to do it. But when it comes to like countrywide stuff like that, it doesn't work. It, it only thing it does is it creates animosity and it divides a country as a whole, you know, and that's, and that's, that's kind of as far as I'll get into it. I don't, I don't really want to get into it much more than yeah. that, but if you want, if somebody's watching this and they want me to talk about something or what Garrett and I talk about something, Anything like that I have no problem with that. We'll talk about it all day long. Yeah. Um, so what we got next? We're getting uh, toward the end of the um, summer, aren't we? Yeah, I think we're getting towards the end of this this recap because not a whole lot happened um, towards the end of the year. Experts warn the world of a second wave on the brink yep. of coming, okay. and that's okay. that's when um, that's in uh, late June. Okay. And that's when I think masks started becoming a big deal. That's that's where everybody had to wear a mask, and um, you couldn't go into places without wearing a mask. They shut down down a bunch of places. Everybody had to be homebodies, and the extroverts were dying—not dying, like literally—but they were they were wanting to be outside with their friends and stuff like that, Um, which led to the takeoff of for a lot of people on the video game world. That's that that second wave thing is really Mm -hmm. what kicked off the big. That's kind of when we we started doing that. I'm I'm gonna tie I'm gonna tie into what we do. 
right there because that was kind of the part of the recap where I thought we kind of picked up as I started telling you about Twitch and how we knew about Twitch. Our younger brother was on Twitch. It, it is what it is. Like, we watched him play, but we never were, like, involved in Twitch and watching other people play games. And then me and you started watching some people play, and we started getting involved, and we started looking into it, and we're like, we had this, we, we were kicking around the idea of doing this podcast, we are kicking around the idea of doing a YouTube channel, and all this other stuff, and everybody has, this other thing is, everybody has a bunch of ideas until it's time to actually do it. There's, right. a, there's a life quote for anybody who wants one. Um, me and you were like, I was like, man, we should, maybe we should do this. And then, like, we didn't really kick it off until actually September. So, we're going to jump ahead a little bit. Yeah, the streaming. I'll jump ahead till September then. Um, but unless you, what's what else you got for the summer? We'll get to that here in a second. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that when we get there. Um, it says July was pretty tame. There wasn't a whole lot going on. Uh, there was some shit going down with Russia. They're accused of putting uh, bounties on U.S. troops. Putin fishing shirtless in a river on a bear. <laughs> and then they were paying extremist groups to kill British troops. Damn. Okay. Which I don't know if, if if that was found to be true or if that was kind of just yeah an allegation. I don't remember. Uh, but doesn't matter. Okay, whatever. That's pretty politically charged. It's talking yeah. about Putin, and it says, but that doesn't matter because that's Trump's bestie. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Politically charged post. There you go. Yeah. So obviously, take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. Which is one thing that's irritating as hell to me. So I don't, I don't watch the news. I try not to pay attention to it just because there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. But the 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 polarization polarization between political parties is so extreme now. It started yeah. um, with Obama. I can't remember what what disease there was. Swine flu. Was it the swine flu? Yeah, I think it was a swine flu. Where it was like, um, do you have it? And it was like. Um, people start reporting you, their neighbors you've been and around have you been around somebody that had it was like a questionnaire you're like yes or no like you follow it and i was like do you watch cbs yes you have it do you watch cnn yes you don't have it you know like yeah. i yeah. remember i remember reading that that was pretty funny but that's kind of where the political polarization started and now it's yeah. disseminated into uh news networks we're like right. i can't even watch the news or read anything on the internet and be like, okay, yeah, that's, that's probably true, because yeah. you never know. Even if something's advertised, like, no, we only we only sell the facts. It's like, eh, not really. but you know, yeah. And then the only thing you can do is read four times as much. Read the same story four times on four different pages. Right. You don't want to do that. And try to connect the dots. But then they're all going to be slightly different. Mm-hmm. And then you have to figure out what differences are true and what you aren't. Have so. to, you have to put all the work in to figure it out. It's at that point, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, and so I, I just do my best to not pay attention. Um, uh, Elon Musk with SpaceX sent two lucky guys into space to get away from all the crap happening down here. Yeah, I mean, he's doing some that. good things. Uh, Kanye West attended his first ever rally to en- endorse himself as a president. I <laughs> I got nothing for that one. I really don't. Like, it's funny, but I got nothing as far but as... He ended up having a major mental health breakdown. Oh. And he was going to kill his own daughter, which is pretty extreme. I don't remember that happening. Okay. Doesn't mean it didn't, but I remember it happening. Ranting and raving around Twitter about... Uh, I really don't care. I really don't care about 
Yep. Um, and that's only five days until August. We're already done with it. Oh, then there was a huge explosion. Yeah. The ammonium nitrate explosion has just hit Beirut. It, like decimated that whole like area. Yeah, I remember watching that. It, uh, I can't remember what I was I was watching it on, but it it was just this this giant plume of smoke and then it detonated. Yep. The only thing I can remember is I was like, that looked like a bomb. Yep. Like that looked like a massive bomb. Like there's videos that are close enough to where I was like, obviously that wasn't any kind of a like a nuclear device or anything like right. that. But I was like, that's not good. No, and I know there was talks about whether it was a uh, whether it was a terrorist attack or not. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was. I think they found out it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, but it was. It hit the news. Like we we looked it up at work. Sure. Yeah, I watched a bunch of different angles of that video, and I felt for those people, man. I, I watched yeah. that thing go off, and like shit just hitting the fan. And I was just like, Yeah, it's terrible. terrible. I can't do anything. I can't do anything about it, but. Yeah, I, just, I, I felt for those people. That's all I'll say. Yeah. <sighs> okay. At this point, we're four and a half months away from finishing this year. Uh, some good news for you. That's it's a <laughs> after all this, any good news? Just say we're four and a half months away from finishing this goddamn year. That's fine because four and a half months away is when we no, we were three months away. But Larry King died. Yeah, that was that. That sucked. I mean, that guy was ancient though, like dinosaur ancient. I know, but like, it was a it was a big. That guy did a lot. You guys want to do a a interesting read on somebody? Look up Larry King and read read about him. Yeah, he's one of those guys that does a lot of good, and like his story is very interesting. And I mean, it just you knew who Larry King was. Everybody did. Like hell, they made fun of him in Disney movies. Like yeah, like Robin Williams did a stint in Aladdin, the original one, not this new one with Will Smith, the original one for the people who were born in the nineties. Um, or the eighties, I guess. Um, but yeah, so that was that was that was a big deal. I remember when he died, everybody was kind of upset about that. He he was a great interviewer too, by the way. Like what, like if you want to look up how to do interviews and stuff like that, watch some Larry King episodes. That guy had it figured out. I mean, he did it forever. And actually, I need to watch some for this podcast too, to be honest, just to learn better interviewing skills and things like that. But we'll have some guests on here eventually. If you guys have anybody you want to, eventually we'll have guests on here. But if you guys have anybody you want to hear us talk with or that we might know or may not know comment them down below and we might try and get some guests on here eventually let's go this is all about larry king right now okay his daughter passed away he was what like in his, he's gotta be close to his 90s i think he was 87 okay hey that's pretty close guess pretty close guess let's see i'll scroll all the way back up here and set it yeah, 87. Nice. Okay. Aline died back in 2017. That's not it. Yeah. Oh, this is still all about Larry King. Oh, okay. Um, what are we in, August or September now? August still? Uh, I believe August. Okay. Anything else happen in August? Trying to get through this Larry King. Oh, the whole thing's Larry King? Okay. I'm still scrolling. I'm still scrolling through Larry King. His final interview. Come on. Definitely an interesting guy for sure. And then that's that's the other thing, guys. If you want to learn how to do something and you're 
especially somehow new to YouTube and you're finding this, um, YouTube is a great resource. But also take it with a grain of salt. Like, watch a couple like, videos. Don't don't just like watch one video and be like, I know how to do it now. No, 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 no. Watch some videos. But I mean, you can learn how to do a lot of stuff on YouTube. I learned out a lot, a lot of stuff for this podcast, a lot of stuff for streaming, all that stuff pretty much on YouTube and with the help of some other people in real life. But basically, that would be it. YouTube's a great resource to have. And I'm glad that we're finally taking advantage of the platform itself. Is that it? Is that the recap? Well, I guess we can do our own recap now. Let's end this thing with Larry King. I think it ends this thing with Larry King. Mm. So uh, I think after that, not a whole lot happened. Obviously, there was the election. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll recap some events, and then we'll come back to you and me. Um, There was more more protests, more political animosity, um, obviously the election. And that's, other than the election and coronavirus, I don't think a whole lot really happened. I mean, yeah, things related to both of those. I mean, that was basically all the news was consumed with, which, I mean, I know everybody's tired of hearing about too. So, Um, but yeah, that was basically the end of 2020 for, I mean, we finished it out. We'll get on to our stuff here in just a second. But 2020 itself in a year was some big stuff happened, some stuff that changed the world. I mean, for sure, like positive or negative, we're going to see the after effects here for the next 10 years plus. Um, but it's definitely something to have lived through. I mean, it's luckily we both lived through it, no problem. Um, but the it was definitely a year that was, it definitely changed the way people looked at the way the world could work. Because for a long time, we had been living on our normal existence, going along kind of thing, and this kind of shook everything up. But the good news is 2020 is looking really bright for a lot of us. Yeah, I think my main concern uh, coming out of 2020 with with the coronavirus and everything like that is that this is going to become the standard. Yeah. So, and I don't I don't know all the numbers, so don't quote me. But um, if you look at the difference between coronavirus and and swine flu H1N1, there was uh, more people affected, more people died from the swine flu in one year from the swine flu, right? Then coronavirus has affected and killed in like a year and a half. You know, there's right. there's people talking about how it was coronavirus is in the United States all the way back in like autumn of 2019 or something like that. Yeah. True or not, I have no idea. But the swine flu killed a lot more people. And it was a lot worse. Like, there were people, like, obviously, there were people dying from coronavirus. I'm not taking away from that. But, like, regular, middle aged, healthy people were, like, there's three guys that I work with right now that we were talking about this. Um, one of them ended up having to have surgery to remove scar tissue from his lungs. Damn. Because was he, was having, he was having issues with that shit, like, a year later. Wow. And he was like, I couldn't breathe. He's like, it almost killed me. And there was like three other guys I work with that were like, yeah, it almost killed me. And they're, you know, regular, middle-aged, healthy guys. But um, I would hate to see like another virus or something come through, another pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then the the knee-jerk reaction from everybody going off of what's happened with coronavirus is, oh, we got to shut it down. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing that I saw a guy like, talking about that. We're going to fade out of wearing masks. We're going to fade, you know, back into opening everything up. And then next year, some disease is going to come along and they're like, shut it down. Everybody wear a mask. I think, I think we've gone away from that, hopefully. But I do agree that this, hopefully, when they look back in five years, we'll realize that 
this, like I said, Monday morning quarterbacking. But we can't do this again if we have another disease. It just it 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 functioned through the first time, and by functioned through, I mean we still everybody has their own thing still going. But the economy is taking a massive hit from this. Yeah. And also another thing, a positive. I wouldn't say a positive. There's nothing really positive about Corona, but that you can find positives in some things. What I will say is that a lot of kids in high school now are realizing what jobs are essential and what jobs are not essential. And so I think that in the, in the next coming years, we're going to see a lot more push to get back into the trades, which is kind of what the trades needed, honestly, because we were lacking. Me and you both know this. We're, there's a million trade jobs open every year that are unfilled. And I mean, I don't, I'm not pro COVID. All I'm saying is that it showed kids in high school, what jobs got to keep going to work. Me and me and him got to keep going to work. I'm a pipe fitter and yeah. he's a lineman. I mean, we, you, the world needs our trade to keep running for sanitation reasons and power reasons. And I mean, that's kind of something if, if you're looking at a job and you're like, I kind of want to do this. Well, the world shuts down again. I want to have a job where, um, we can, I can keep going to work. Also, you can see captain in the bottom screen right there with the gears. And intro captain. There he is. There's our big guy. Yeah, so um, to go along with what you were saying is uh, me and my wife uh, and you and your wife are, are all very fortunate that we were able to continue to work through this. Right. So I know, I know tons of people that were... Okay. Okay. Oh boy. Tons, tons of people that, you know, were staying at home and, and couldn't work. I mean, there was a guy I was talking to the other day. I was at his house hooking up some drops to his house, but um There's the other dog. Morgan. He is a professional skydiver or something like that. So I don't know. How do you get I don't know how it? yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about it, but he was telling me he's been out of work for like six months. So he went and got his, his drone pilot license because he's going to try to do something with that. So where these guys, this guy's motivations are, you know, where they should be, or if he lost his job because of COVID, I have no idea. Right. The point is that me and my wife have good jobs and we've been able to work through this pandemic. You and your wife have good jobs and you guys have been able to work. So we've both been very fortunate to have, uh, what are they calling it? Essential, essential yep. jobs. Essential jobs. You know, and I, I would hate to see that that come around again. Yeah. Be like, you got a new disease, shut it down. And then all these people are out of work again. Because I think there's a lot of people, there's plenty of people that didn't make it through this pandemic without, right. you know, being in serious financial turmoil. Mm -hmm. And then there's plenty of people that just barely made it through. Right. So if it happens again, you know, I don't know how that's going to turn out. Right. And that's and that's kind of the thing with that. So I mean, it, everybody you see this, you see the essential workers thing and hopefully the country doesn't do this again where we shut down just for a problem. But um and I understand it was a massive problem, but irregardless. So now we're gonna get to September when we started doing this whole social media thing. This is kind of the end of the year recap for us too. Right. Uh, we we started streaming I started streaming on September eighteenth of twenty twenty. I remember that because I got laid off from one contractor and I had the next day off on a Friday, which layoff to you guys who aren't in the union just means that I'm going to find another contractor. The hall will tell me where to go on Monday. Um, and so I started streaming. I streamed, I believe it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It was my first stream. I did it for like three hours. And I had no camera. 
I had no microphone other than the one that I'm wearing right now, and I had an Xbox, and I had some people encourage me to do it. I think we had, I think I had three viewers. So I was like, okay, this is possible. All right, we can do this. And so I tell Joe here about this idea, and he just takes off with it. Good to have good friends, everybody, so you're aware, and people who support you, but also people who are willing to tell you the truth if something's a bad idea. And so he came up, and he's like, yeah, man, let's do it. And so we've progressed kind of just to sum it up. We started with the Twitch stream. As followers came, we got camera. We got background. I got a PC. Me and my wife redid our gaming room to now what you see it now. If you The older TikToks and stuff will show that I did it in my living room. Um, and this has been a progression, and Joe's been there for, mo- for pretty much all of it as the co-host. This is actually one of the few times you catch him on camera because he's not hardly ever on camera. Yeah, true that, true that. You are fortunate. You're fortunate that I've been willing to do that. I'll just put like a, a black screen over my eyes. Yeah, just so nobody can tell who you are. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm interested to hear your kind of your side of the cap of because I know how it felt for me to go through that streaming roller coaster. But you were the co-host and stuff, and I know this isn't necessarily just strictly a streaming podcast. But I mean, I'd right. be interested to hear your take on the because I mean, we've been doing this for four months now, and we're now in yeah, the so- podcast world. Yeah, so the, the the original you know onset. I think we 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 talked about doing a stream. I think we talked about it like years ago. Yeah, back when you and I both lived together, because we were like, dude, we play games together all the time. Why don't we just stream it? You know, which which is not idea. We just never did it, and we didn't have any time. We were farming. True that. True that. But um, you know, now we finally got to the point. I was living where I didn't have any internet, so we couldn't play games together. And then now I'm living here where I have really good internet so we started playing games together and we kind of I think you re rebrought this idea where we're like hey man a lot of these people are doing this I've started watching this one guy and I like I like what he's doing uh, I think I want to try it and I'm like sure man you know originally it kind of started out for me where it was like this is a hobby that you want to do I'm like this is something that you're that you're really interested in. like you're fired up about it something you really want to do and I'm like it doesn't affect me like we're still gonna play games you know yeah. we're we're still gonna do exactly what we do which is gonna be another another facet to it and so i'm like let's do it man i'm, I'm all on board and then watching the the progression of it um it kind of snowballed yeah where at first it was like um which is pretty much what you do with everything it's like 150 percent, no matter what yeah but uh uh it started out where you were just, you know, playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like you said, and then we played um, a couple games here and there, and you would you would stream it or whatever, no camera or whatever, and then all of a sudden you're like, Dude, I think I'm gonna get this PC. I was like, All right, yeah, yeah. found a good one, do it, sure. Like, yeah, it's gonna help me edit videos. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, and then you do that, and then I think it was like a week later, you're like, okay, I got a camera, I got a mic, I got a headset, I got a PC, I got a capture card. Uh, I got like three sets of LED lights for my game room. I'm moving into the back. I'm moving into the back room. I'm doing all these different things that I was like, I was yeah. sitting over here like, one day we're just doing this. The next day it's like, it's a full blown production. This is real. This is this is a thing now. Yeah, he's putting out TikToks. We're streaming, you know, several times a week. You know, and it's like, all right, well, you know, we're in it. Let's do this. And it kind of just, it kind of just snowballed from there, which. I mean, my end of it was, it started out with like, hey, this is something that Garrett's fired up about. Let's do it. You know, it's just something we can do. And then now it's just become a part of it where it's like, we're playing games, we're going to be streaming it. And 
you know, mostly it's because we're going to do it anyway. Right. You know, and now it's just we're putting it out there for other people to enjoy if they want to watch or, or whatever. Yeah. And we've, we've grown quite a bit. I mean, about four months, we're almost to 200 followers on most platforms. And started this YouTube channel. That was something that we should have done sooner. That was something that Joe recommended that we do sooner. But with the, the things that I was trying to learn and do for this stream setup was – it got pushed to the back burner. So now we're going to be pushing out a lot more YouTube content as these part of these podcasts go and different things that way, because we've, I've gotten to the point where, and when you're starting streaming, if you're watching this, the, you get to a point where everything seems like there's a ton of information you have to consume. Pick two mm-hmm. things, pick two things, you go to the two things and then go to three and four. And then because the first two will take care of themselves because you'll find a system for them. Mm-hmm. And then now we're on to three and four with this, YouTube channel and all the stuff that's going on here. So we have a lot more you stuff to, coming out. You guys. have to evolve. You have to evolve with it. So yeah, you know, like we so we started the streaming thing when there was a whole lot of people that were starting the streaming thing. Like we weren't we weren't pathfinders. We weren't do, we weren't figuring this shit out when nobody knew what was going on. Like we we followed the trend on it, where a lot of people were going to streaming. A lot of people were on Twitch, and we kind of followed in. And I learned a lot of this when it was like coming to applying to jobs is what do you have that sets your, yourself apart from everybody else? Right. You know, like, it, and when I went to that Lima college, everybody went to that same college. Everybody had the same certifications. Nobody had any experience in this job other than that. And they had a, a job fair where a bunch of different contractors and, and utility companies and light companies came down to show like what positions they have. And it's like, what do you have that sets you apart? You know, so like there was a hundred people in my class, I think roughly, I think it was like 98, you know, yep. there was 15 or 16 of us that were, that were in the military, you know, so we were, we, we were vets. So that was a big deal. So that's, that's something that set us, us 16 above, you know, the other, was it like 85 mm-hmm. people? And, um, but then it's like, how do I differentiate myself from them? I paid extra money to go to like this crane course. So I have a, a crane license that I'm never going to use. <laughs> a smart grid course that I'm probably never going to use. Right. You know, it's good knowledge, but it's just these little things to set yourself apart. That's where we're at now with this stream thing. It's like, okay, we've been doing Twitch. We've been streaming. Um, you're putting out TikToks and that's what everybody else is doing. So what's next? Yep. You know, we, we've been longtime fans of Neves Gaming and they put out these, these long videos and these... Um, episodical, you know, gameplay playthroughs yeah. of these games. And we're like, man, that's that's pretty cool. Let's try that. So that's kind of what we're on to now is starting to do more of like a, a TV show episode thing going on with um Sea of Thieves. Yep. And it's it's just the evolution of it. So now this this podcast is kind of an, an it's not completely tied to streaming, but it's like another facet of what we're yeah. doing with like content creation. Yeah. And so we're we're just evolving with it. And that's just the way it goes is everybody starts at the beginning, you know, and then now, now you move on to the next bigger thing. Yeah. So I think next year I'm going to run for president. I think that's what's going to happen. Just, it might as well. Cause you got another three years to wait. So, I mean, it's, that'd be good for you. Three years to wait for that. Um, also guys, if you're watching this and you're, you're at this part, cause we're talking, I'll, I'll put a chapter in for content creation kind of stuff, recap, but don't, the timeline you put on yourself is the timeline you put on yourself. I know that sounds like the most basic statement ever, but Joe can attest to this. Like, I'm like, I got to get this out. I got to get this out. I got to get this out. And I have to do this by this day. And I have to do this by this day. And he likes him. He looked at me dead in the face when we were talking, playing or not dead in the face, but he looked at me when we were talking on a game and he goes, who set the timeline? 
I was like, what do you mean? He's like, who set your timeline? Like, when does it have to be out by? It, I, I'm picking this day. Okay, so basically his point being is it's an arbitrary date that you made up in your head that has, something has to be done by. It's better to get it done and do it right than, and also just put it out there than to sit there and obsess over a timeline and a date and it has to be perfect. And none of this is going to be perfect, guys. Like this podcast is not perfect, the first, the first full-length episode we've done, but it's going to get better, and that's part of it. So remember that. The timelines are the ones that you put on yourself. Unless you're getting paid, which if you're getting paid, kudos. Um, yeah, and, and to tie into that, it's, it's going to be as successful as you want. So if if you put timelines on yourself like, hey, man, I streamed Saturday, uh, last Saturday. I got this video I need to edit. You know, I'll get it done this week. And so you streamed two weeks ago, and you're putting out a video two weeks later. Like, obviously, that's not really a recipe for success. Whereas if you're if you're streaming tonight and the next morning you're editing the video and putting it out there, like, yeah, that's that's pretty, you know, that's a go-getter. You know, you're you're really getting after it, but how long can you sustain that motivation? You know, like obviously, like Garrett and I will stream on the weekends and then we'll stream during the week. Both have full-time jobs. If we stream on like a Wednesday night, that video is not getting edited on Thursday. Yeah, absolutely not. It'd be a Saturday Hopefully thing on the weekend and you got to hold yourself to a certain standard where you're like, Hey man, I'm going to give myself four days. Yep. You know, after every stream within four days, that stream is going to be edited, you know, and a standard timeline. And you got to hold yourself to it. You know, it can't be too extreme where you can't maintain that. And it can't be too lax where you're not really putting anything out. Right. So, you know, your timeline is what you make it. Nobody's going to set your timeline. Nobody out here is going to be like, Hey man, where's your, until you're like really big, then they're gonna be like, Hey man, where's the next video? You know, nobody's gonna yeah. do that. So if you're not putting out content, people aren't gonna watch. Right. And that's, that's the other thing too, is also understand like some, some streams you're gonna do, and I've done this before and I've told Joe about it, is you do some streams and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna edit this video. I'm not, this isn't gonna happen. Like, this isn't a stream I want to edit on. There wasn't anything really classy or cool or anything that I want to put out, and that's fine, too. But yeah. that's that's basically the, our tips and tricks for content creation and our recap of what we learned so far, unless you have anything else. No. Over, over like, four months, that's pretty much it. It's, like, it is what you make it. You know, you got nobody, you're, you're your own boss in this, and you got to hold yourself to a standard. You got to put out the content. You got to do the work. You got to figure out how to do it. You know, and there's plenty of things that, that we don't know how to do yet that we're we're gonna look back and we figure it out and be like, damn, if we would have had that figured out at four months, dude, we'd sky's the limit, you know. Yeah. And we're gonna keep doing this podcast and we're gonna keep expanding the content. So Tier Logic Gaming isn't just gonna be a Twitch stream, it's gonna be this, the podcast and the YouTube channel. It's gonna, it's gonna have many facets to it and it'll grow and if you guys hang out for the whole trip, it'll be a fun one to watch for sure. Yeah. But I appreciate you guys hanging out today. I think that's pretty much all I had. Do you got anything else? I think it's good, man. All right, guys. Once again, all the socials will be linked down below. Um, we usually stream on Fridays, Saturdays, and occasionally Sunday evenings, depending on the work schedule, and then maybe one time during the week, really trying to work on the the amount of time we stream to put more content out for you guys. Streaming's awesome, but if you don't have anything for you guys to watch when we're not streaming, it's kind of hard. So you guys have a great week. Um, hope to see you guys on the next episode. And once again, I'm Garrett. This is my co-host, Joe. And yeah, appreciate y'all having me out. We're Tier Logic Gaming, and hope you guys enjoy the podcast. And we'll see you on the next one.